0: Ain't it fucking
1: Jennifer Field, Jennifer, um, wh- where, what part of LA is this? Well, I don't, I don't want to give you an address <laughs> or anything.
2: Right, you know. <laughs> um, well, we'll just keep it vague. I'm in Beachwood Canyon. Okay. In the Hollywood Hills.
1: Cause I could literally see the Hollywood sign.
2: It's cool, right?
1: It's, all, it's <laughs> so, crazy how close it is. Um, I know. <laughs> um, how, how would I describe you, Jennifer? You're, um, actress, and you, I forgot that you were that like, uh, the beauty pageant. Um, of course, I mean anyone who knows you, you, you're you're always been a beautiful girl, beautiful woman.
0: Oh, thank you. <laughs> and
1: um, I know I, I forgot that when you were a kid, you were doing theater and you're producing. This is because you don't come from acting family, right?
2: No, no, I don't. Um, my dad did professional lighting in yeah. the theater, so we did like stage lighting. Yeah, and my grandma. Um, This is both on my white side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She founded this uh, theater company in her retirement community. Yeah. So she, like, did sort of this community retirement theater house. And so there was sort of, like, this creative streak. But uh, my dad's an attorney and my mom's a a housewife, a homemaker. So, yeah, I think, you know, I, I naturally went for it because... My mom put me in piano classes and dance yeah. classes when I was really young, when I was like four years old. So I already got a taste of the limelight. And I remember being a little kid and soaking up all that attention. Sure. I was an attention whore at age four. Well,
1: I I, I could tell. I, and I also <laughs> forgot, because, you know, people can't see you, so I wanted to describe, you know, your mother's Korean yes. and your dad is Irish?
2: Yes, yeah. English, Irish, German. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and you, were, um, you won that beauty page in San Jose when you were in Santa Cruz, Santa Clara University, right? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah it's called Miss Asian America and it's in San Francisco um, and it's now called Miss Asian Global because they made it international. Sure, But, uh it's been around for 30 years, and there's a couple notable uh, queens uh, that have won. Uh, Gwendolyn Yo, Jane Park-Smith, they're both former queens that are acting in L.A. Sure. Um, there's one of the girls, uh, her name slips my mind right now, but she's uh, the wife of a politician in Washington State um, recently, maybe a couple years back. And uh, and then there's me. <laughs> and
1: I, There's a terrific acting reel by you. Thanks. But I, I forgot... Didn't you one of the talent thing? You, uh, you sang op- opera, but... By... <laughs> I didn't know you were an opera singer.
2: Okay. Okay, I'm not really... I just took lessons for a long time. Yeah. And so, because I wanted to...
1: Because Giovanni is not something that... It's like a casual thing that you do, right?
2: <laughs> I know, but it was so casual for me. <laughs> I know. I totally did it, and I won, yeah. Yeah. But I, I had been... You know, taking voice lessons, and I'd done some operettas and musicals when I was younger. Yeah. Um, I just don't think I have a great voice. Sure. But I did it. I sang. I sung it. And I always had a really good uh, interpretation of mm-hmm. the story, because when you're singing in another language, French, German, Italian, all the romantic languages, yeah. you know, you have to be able to take your interpretation and really feel the language, even if you can't. Yeah speak the language and I remember always getting compliments about that and I was a like I said I was a stage you know loved being on stage so I knew how to sort of milk milk the performance I loved performing yeah and, you know I would really really make a a grandiose performance out of it
1: sometimes I think people get intimidated by opera yeah and you know we you're you're biracial different racial groups, maybe they think differently, yeah but the but the reality is everyone feel the same way, so even if you don't speak the language, if something horrible on stage, <laughs> you could really feel that, you know what i mean yeah. and uh, I, I think I think you brought to music and acting, I think, you know, yeah. and um the last time I saw you i th- I think you you told me you're pregnant, and you know this is the first time i am seeing you like because i've been out of the town and i know but it's it's really weird to see you because <laughs> you're, you as long as i've known you you've always been a woman but you're a woman with a capital d now because really? you a, because i a kid you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's funny you did something funny you're, you you seem prettier i'm mean, you're really? always been pretty.
2: yeah there's i thought you were going to say i i look more mature <laughs> <laughs> and, no. I, and I was gonna take offense to that.
1: <laughs> there's some, there's some glow to it. I think. I not Okay. Yeah.
2: That's good. I like that. I I'm actually really happy because being a mom has really been stressful, and I I have a couple wrinkles around my eyes that I didn't have before. Yeah. <laughs> For reals. So I appreciate that. Yeah, your son,
1: uh, <laughs> Ave, Abraham. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sweet kid. Thank you so what what you know what, what so last three years you have a kid, I mean i know I know i I don't know because I never <laughs> have a kid, but how, there must have been well what's what's the fun part of having a kid you know
2: yeah, the, right now, um because of his age, he's two and a half
0: yeah
2: uh the the most fun part is he's like he's like your little buddy, yeah. Um, and people make fun of me for this, but it really is the only other experience I can relate it to. It reminds me of when I would have a dog. Yeah. <laughs> so when you have a, a pet, you know, you have a companion that you feel like you have to take care of and relies sure. on you. And is affectionate with you and you're affectionate with them and you kiss their face and sleep with them and wipe their, you know, wipe their butt. and So you feel really close with them and that's the only experience i can relate it to it's like they're little like they're little like teddy bears you know because simply because of his age i mean he can barely he's
1: he's, a really cute kid
2: thank you i mean he could easily do commercials (laughs) well (laughs) thank you (laughs) maybe he will he's done he worked a couple times but he's been really opinionated and not very directable the last like year and a half
1: so personality wise is he more like
2: you or the dad we think he's more like me because I'm more of a, like, I'm just more of a firecracker, more testy. Yeah. And um, his dad is a little more, like, calm and low-key and relaxed. I'm much more type A. Yeah. And loud and emotional. And he, it's hard to tell at his age, but according to his dad, that's what... Yeah, he seems to be and you, going.
1: And and, you, and, and, and um, Abe's father is a director, correct? Yeah. Or Producer or both? Both. And both. Okay. So the
2: word would be, I guess, filmmaker. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and he just told me ten minutes ago he just did Sasha Gray's podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Small world, like a small world. right? Everyone kind of know each other. Yeah, yeah. It's
2: really cool. I watched the whole thing. It was so funny. It was called what was the name of it? It's they get massages.
1: Yeah. They think they're it's naked. him and the other hosts that that they have a guest on the show, but they yeah. get a massage like. It's a pretty good deal for that.
2: Yeah, it's a pretty good, <laughs> good deal. Good deal for everyone.
1: Um, so I, I met you, God, how long has it been? Like five, six years ago? Probably
2: like at least five years, yeah.
1: And I met through David Cho. I think yeah.
2: it was at the Dionne Ward concert, wasn't it? Was that the first time?
1: That might, I think you're right. It might have been, I, I,
2: it was the first or second time. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I, I think it was maybe the first time.
1: And you were hustling, you were working hard. I mean, yeah you know when when you're a comic you're used to like doing shows and some of the sometimes the shows not bad but you don't really take it personal but i mean actors and actresses amazing i mean those auditioning i don't know i can't even imagine how you guys have to deal with that to me that's just <laughs> psychologically you know it's got to yeah. be tough on you guys i it mean is. when you get it it's great yeah but, yeah
2: i think it is psychologically tough i mean it drives me crazy sometimes. I sometimes I can deal with it. I can walk away. You're, that's what you're supposed to do. Cuz
1: isn't it case and, like sometimes you did really you thought you did really well, they don't pick you. Yes. And then other times, oh my god, that, I was terrible, then they call you for the role. Yes. It, it, it's it's very unpredictable, it's right? It's so
2: unpredictable. I've totally totally felt that way. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm totally going to get this. And then nothing. And then other times I'm like, oh, there's no way. Like, I was just at this one. It was for Samsung. Mm-hmm. A Samsung um, uh, commercial. And I went in for the callback and there was 20 other girls there. Sure. And everybody was like a high fashion model. Yeah. Like five foot ten with bird legs, you know, 18 years old. Yeah. I was the only one like me. But I noticed I was the only one that was Asian or yeah. mixed Asian And I saw when I got to the callback that all the producers were Korean from Korea Like yeah. they weren't speaking English and I I kind of was like, okay, I can do this I can do this because the, I know they're gonna love me. They probably didn't realize I was Korean yeah. like a lot of times people don't so when I did my slate it's called like yeah. the intro in the audition um, you know I mentioned they said tell me about yourself, so I just you know made sure I talked about where I'm from where I'm, my parents are from Yeah, and I said and then the casting director said well, can you speak any Korean? And I said with I hope a perfect accent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they all perked they all like kind of perked, up. perked yeah. up and I was like well, you know, I do and I, I went over and I looked over and I smiled and um, Yeah, yeah, I'm super proud of being Korean Super proud! I can't wait to take my son
1: to Korea. Yeah, yeah.
2: we're wait. gonna go back in like two years. My mom and I have already talked about it. Sure, and my mom will hopefully pay for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. So what happened? The uh, audition? Did you get the row Or
2: I'm on hold. Oh, okay. I it, 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 it. I'm on hold from this Friday until next week. So I'm just waiting to hear. What, it. Wait,
1: wait. So what, what does that mean? Like you can't go anywhere, right?
2: Right. You have to be available, or you like get blackballed and you know we're talking about a good amount of money here so i will put myself on hold and it's um you it's basically on hold usually means just you and one other person
1: so they're still trying to figure out
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i know it's crazy right and you're like this close <clears throat> this close to making money that
1: sounds almost like a comedy movie where one one person trying to uh fuck somebody over so you get the role that's almost like
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly
1: so like, is that a common practice like they're like does that happen the all on the time? Hold? Yeah, yeah, for
2: every job, commercial, TV, film, everything. So,
1: w- what's the holdup? They they're still trying to figure yeah. out.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I think what I was told is that.
1: Wait, wait. So what happens if you don't get it? Would they give you money at least for you waiting? Or
2: I, I think that if it's. I think sometimes you do get money for being on hold, but I don't remember. Okay. Because I haven't been at that point. I mean, I was on hold for Beverly Hills 90210. and it's called pinned when it's in the theatrical world. Yeah. It's called pinned, and when it's a commercial, it's called on a veil or on hold, and uh, but it means the same thing. And um, I remember I I was on hold for Beverly Hills nine hundred two and oh, and I didn't I didn't get any money. <laughs> I didn't book it, so <laughs> maybe you don't get anything.
1: <laughs> so it's a uh, but. But at least you're in it. Yeah. We, we, we really don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You don't know. And I think what I've been told is that sometimes people are not available at the last minute and they go through the process and they're like, yes, I'm available. You know, Salma Hayek says, yes, I'm available for this movie. And at the last minute. You know, oh, I, I can't. I have to do a Revlon campaign that pays more money. I don't know. I'm just giving examples where something comes up. Or in a family, you know, personal emergency. Sure. You have to go to rehab or something. <laughs> and so, like, because of that, I think that's why they have the on hold is if there's an emergency. Sure. And they don't really tell you if you're first or second place.
1: Oh, they don't. No. No. So do you you don't have to mention them if you know, but do you yeah. happen to know the other person? No,
2: and I really wish I really wish I could know cuz I remember listening to some of the other girls auditions and you know, I, I there was a couple girls I thought, "Oh, that's that's a pretty cool one." I would watch that commercial cuz you're supposed to be using like your Samsung Galaxy to 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 video like a Skype call. Yeah. video conference call. Uh and I of course Pretending like I was with my sister and you know we're traveling so um,
1: so this is like a national commercial
2: yes I believe it is I have to check again my God. agent has all the info it might just air in Korea because they were all they were all Korean producers so I'm wondering if it's maybe like an international thing like a Korea only
1: that would be cool I know that, that'd be kind of weird if you if you get if you get it yeah You go in two years Everybody knew who you want, But you have right. no idea why you I know, know. Yeah.
2: You know what I did this commercial um, It was one of the first things I got when I moved here It was called uh, It was the For Jinro Chamisul Soju So it was a Soju commercial And I played this girl The name of the role Was Basic Instinct Girl yeah. And I was supposed to do this Like Sharon Stone Like leg crossing right. thing And when I auditioned And I got called back They were They told me We're looking for someone Very Korean Just yeah. so you know So I had my hair straight Yeah Natural And I put black eyeliner on and I just to kind of just accentuate my, I guess, more exotic features. I don't know. My more like. So she doesn't look like an everyday white girl features anyway. So I went and I booked it and and it aired only in Korea. But I every now and then I'll be somewhere and and someone will say something about like, you look familiar. Aren't you like a Korean model? And I, of course, never really modeled in yeah. anything in Korea. I was uh, I rented a karaoke room for my birthday. Yeah. I don't know if I invited you. I'll have to invite you next year. But I rented a room in K-Town. Private room. Car- karaoke.
1: And did somebody recognize you?
2: Yes! The, the the owner guy. I was, like, you know, scouting the rooms yeah. and putting my deposit down. And he's like, oh, Jennifer Jenny, Jenny peeled. Oh, you know, you're like a Korean model or something. And I was like... I, I I didn't. He didn't know what it was from, but I thought that was kind of fun because he didn't mention the K Town reality show. Right, that would have been the other, the other like. Wait, so wait, so. Thing.
1: <laughs> I did. I did want to bring that up because at the time <laughs> they filmed the pilot, right?
2: Yes, yes.
1: Did they ever release it?
2: They they never released the pilot. Um, that I shot We actually shot two pilots And one of them
1: It wasn't one of the producers Like Tyrese or something or Oh of, he was Yeah Okay that's why
2: And I then remember. they released it on YouTube They did shot a whole season Yeah But it was a YouTube show And I had been with it When it was a first First pilot Was a yeah. sizzle reel Then it was a second version Of a pilot With a network I'm not allowed to name But it was a big network Yeah Let's just say The, the Kardashians um, yeah. uh Are close with them Anyway It so I shot it twice and then neither of those were released but clips of it was released that's yeah. what you've seen and then they yeah they have a whole series but I didn't do that one I only
1: thing I remember you're the nice sweet pretty, prettiest girl on the show and there was <laughs> well, a really you, mean Yoshi. one
2: yes. there was a real
1: mean one in there <laughs> no. very unpleasant looking one
2: <laughs> unpleasant looking oh god and
1: unple- unpleasant like a behavior too yes you know? I
2: agree and she was a mom at the time too I remember giving her crap for, for you know Pulling girls' hairs and getting yeah. into fights and getting blackout drunk, even though she was a mom. I remember that was weird for me. And now here I am as a mom, and I kind of understand. Sometimes you just kind of, you don't want to just, like, put your whole life, change your whole life just because you have a child. Like, right. you, you have a right to be yourself. Sure. You do. And Because if you're not yourself, you're not going to be happy. Unless, of course, what you're doing is really destructive. But I don't think it was, I don't know how much it was really affecting him. Yeah. The fighting and the drunkenness, but, anyways, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I guess I was sort of the sweet girl. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and that's why I got pushed around a little bit. Because, you know, um, does this happen
1: to you? Because um, I, uh, I met Karen Knightley once at the Tonight Show because my friend works on it.
2: That's right, you told me. And
1: I, I'm friends with Sasha Grey, and. The New York Times had this article recently about uh, women who have death stare. They're <laughs> like, people think they're bitch or mean because they have a certain, like, uh, pouty look. Oh, yeah. But even Sasha, like, I read something that Carol Knightley was saying, like, well, there's nothing I can't do. This is how I look. <laughs> people just assume things. And I think when you're tr- super attractive, people just assume certain things about you. It's true. What's that problem for you? Cause you kind, your eyes, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Kiera Knightley thing going. <laughs>
2: that's cool because I I watch all her movies. I'm a super
1: she's, big fan. She great. I mean, she she's, was she was a little. She had a pouty mouth, which made me <laughs> which made I me heard. like her. Like her even more. I know, you know? She's right? very honest.
0: Right.
2: Yeah, that's what I've heard.
1: So was it weird that uh, when you growing up, they would treat you? they just assume I think there's, they make certain assumptions about when, when you're good looking
2: oh my god that's so loud
1: yeah it's cool <laughs> cause I read this this is one of the many reasons I like Brad Pitt because he asked his mom when he was very young yeah. like he felt really uncomfortable if I remember right
2: from being so beautiful
1: the people treat him so different Like it may, He didn't really like that you know? oh, He was a very self-aware guy And uh, it, That's gotta be weird That people make an s- assumption about you, right?
2: Yeah, it's true It's funny you're hitting on this Because I have talked about this uh, One of my best girlfriends, Kim Cousins uh, She's a model So she knows all about You know, people Treating you yeah. Treating you a certain way just by the way you look Especially if they hear you're a model, especially because she's blonde. Yeah, and we've had so many long discussions about this, and it's that when they, when you, when you're, when you're attractive, people think you had it easy, and so you didn't have to sort of use your personality or your smarts to get by at sure. a young age, and that's why people say they go into stand-up comedy, right? Is because you know they went through some kind of pain in their life mm-hmm. and, and they, they, they use it um, and end up becoming super smart and hilarious whereas sure. the average beautiful girl may not have that skill set of how to like find humor in and things and, and, and talk about these stories that could be contributed to what's considered comedy. And, well, you
1: know, b- b- it, it's because... It's because... <laughs> to us... Stand comedy and comedy in general—it's about imperfection, right? Yeah. Whereas acting, it's—it's it's, a lot of it seems like perfection. You know, like
2: oh, I see.
1: Because when you look at the highest level of acting, Daniel Day Lewis yeah, and right. Laurence Olivier, they're oh, playing yeah. these amazing character with tragic characters. But most of the c- comedic actors, they're in—they play roles people with so much imperfection that's the that's humor true. of it you know So
2: that's true and
1: you don't see too many beautiful women doing stand up
2: right
0: as we that, talked that's, about that's, before <laughs> yeah
1: Th- that's not to say if you're beautiful you, you cannot play comedic roles there's, right. a, there's a lot of like like Brad Pitt a lot of funny oh, roles yeah. it's hilarious but he's super good looking you know yeah but in general I, I think <laughs> when you're super good looking they're kind of automatically pushed into acting you know yeah
2: that's true and that's true
1: so I, I think, you know, stuff that you talk about your sister and stuff—it made me laugh. I think it was a surprise to me because I didn't think you were going to say something funny because you're really good looking. <laughs> it's a prejudice. It really yeah, is. Yeah, right, right. It really is. Yeah. You know? I deal
2: with it all the time. I feel like people think I'm 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 dumb and I I'm like ditzy mm-hmm. because you know I can get things that I want more easily. Sure. And I know that I can make almost any man. Do what I want them to for the yeah. most part that's how I still feel really like I know just how to charm a yeah. guy and girls too, depending on the girl and um yeah it's it's a gift, and it's that whole like don't hate me because i 'm beautiful uh, uh sort of mantra you know it's like people just uh people just have to break the mold, sure, like me and my girlfriend you know we we are the silliest. <laughs> like most down-to-earth girls ever and in fact we're always making fun of ourselves and she even worse than me like always self-deprecating and talking crap about herself it's to the point where actually drives me crazy all she ever talks about is how ugly and fat she is and she really means it Mm -hmm. even though she's not but she just finds a way to sort of like self-deprecate herself and that has been both of our routes of trying to deal how, with that. how? I
1: mean, what age were we talking about? Her, like mid twenties, or she? We're
2: the same age. Okay. Yeah. So we're both kind of aging out of our twenties. Um, <laughs> but yeah, making fun of yourself is a good way to sort of like um, get get that uh, get get that weird weirdness out of the way. So sure. People aren't intimidated by you when you just make fun of yourself and you just are more modest. That's how I've done it. Yeah, and or act goofy, or you know, and not be so poised.
1: Because you guys have another really weird spot. Because this is one thing, I, another thing I noticed about uh, attractive girls, like, um, they would the prettier the girl, they will never say I'm pretty. Because it's <laughs> if you're pretty, you don't have to say it. It's that's understood, true. right? Yeah, you don't. That's
2: true.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, that's
2: like Daniel Day Lewis saying. I'm, I'm a great, great actor. <laughs> like, does, we
1: know you don't you don't have to advertise it, you know. It's so obvious. Right. You know? Right. Um <laughs> I don't know I I don't even know where I was. You were going. saying
2: something about like saying you're saying you're beautiful or saying you're funny and, Yeah. You, I, I, I think Pretty girls aren't allowed to say that about themselves. Oh, so
1: <laughs> um you're super you're I mean to me you're still a kid. Um uh, <laughs> But recently, you know, Renee Zellweger, and there was another one from Uma Thurman. There was another one that um, oh, she was in the original uh, uh, Twin Peaks. Ooh. Like she did so much plastic surgery. Is she, you can't. I didn't even recognize her.
2: Oh, so sad.
1: So I, I don't know what when. I mean, it, it really. Uh, something uh, Laura Flynn Boyle. Oh,
2: Laura Flynn Boyle.
1: Oh my gosh, she looks terrible. Really? I mean, she she. she, she I I, do, I think plastic surgery. prob I'm sure like other things, pretty addicting. But yeah, I feel really bad for her because I I think she's in late 30s. If she didn't do any plastic surgery, I I still think she would have been beautiful, right? Aged gracefully, right? But. She did something to her face like...
3: Oh, oh my, God. It's, it's, a,
1: it's a disaster. I, I feel bad. Like, I don't know. I think that's another thing that... If you're, like, an average or an unattractive person with age... Like, you, you got so used to looking that way. You yeah. really don't care. Yeah. That's true. It's got to be hard for um, attractive people. Somebody that's
2: technically attractive. Right. For technically, you know, good-looking. Yeah. You're right. You're right. For somebody that hasn't had that... Um, Sort of like label on them. Yeah, it would be easier for them to age gracefully. You're yeah. so right. I never really thought about that.
1: Because when do you end? Like you say, okay, I'll just do a little bit of eye, thing, eye thing, But like, I think she. I mean, R- Renee still looks attractive, but she just looked like a different person. I
0: know.
1: That's uh, you know that's just weird. You know, sometimes we have a pet. <laughs> when you have a dog, and sometimes the owners so irresponsible, they keep feeding them so much. <laughs> they look like a, they, they start looking like a pig.
2: Yes, that that body, the belly, yes, yes like yes, they do, they do.
1: You're a dog, but you look like a pig. What well, just stop just stop doing it. You you're cute, but like you, you instead of being a cute dog, you're a cute pig now. <laughs> so Renee looks like a Oh
2: my god, I'm so going to call the next dog I see shaped like that. That's a little piggy. But And the owner will probably say, "Yes."
1: I don't know what happened in this, so I think I think you probably could figure out you, you 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 probably have sympathy for them and like you you, Hollywood is just so harsh about that for women especially. You, Crazy, you know. right?
2: Oh yeah.
1: I mean, men could have career fifties and sixties. I know. Brad Pitt could you know he hes looks gonna fade, but he still look.
0: Right. I bet you
1: yeah. 50, twenty years from now he'll still be a good looking guy. Look yeah. at uh, Tom Cruise,
2: he's fifty two or
1: fifty one. I
0: know. He doesn't look like that at all. Well, so
2: men age like wine. Women age like milk. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you just made it up? No, that that's I've heard that somewhere before. <laughs> so j- funny, what, what right? do you think th-
1: it was going through those two actresses' head when they were I doing know.
2: that? It's so sad. I think that they started, you're right, they start with just a little because you start with bo- um, Botox yeah. and fillers. So fillers and then poisons to, to stop the re- wrinkles and fillers to plump up parts of your face and those are non-surgical procedures sure. and you can do those really subtly because my best girlfriend did them and I honestly she looked Kim she looked exactly the same to me yeah I couldn't tell the difference at all so that just goes but may I add show. something
1: may I say yeah something? but she know those old imperfection about herself yeah just like when you told me you have lines I, I don't see lines but
2: oh well thank you but 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 <laughs> Yeah,
1: but I bet they notice things that other people don't even give a shit about, and that's what drove them crazy. I think
2: totally. They saw stuff that no one really noticed because no one has ever commented that I remember in the recent social media sphere. Yeah. Oh, Renee Zellweger is looking real bad, or Lara Phil Flynn Boyle. I mean, I can't even remember. I think the only person they're really harsh on is people like Tara Reid or something like that, or you know Lindsay Lohan. I mean, they don't.
1: Vince is too young to be getting stuff.
2: Oh, it's crazy. It's pretty crazy.
1: What is she, maybe 25, 26?
2: I know. She just. I think she just had a not a very good family um, upbringing, and she didn't have enough of just within herself to sort of like save her from all the demons. I
1: don't know a lot about her, but I just know that I think she's an incredible actress. She's
2: a great actress. I love her. I, she's, I, she's cool.
1: I think... If I remember, I don't particularly like her parents. Especially yeah. that dad was shameless. I yeah. think both of them. And I think, God, that's that's got to be damaging. I you know. know. I, maybe surrounding her so with, I yeah. don't want to say bad people, but right. uh, parasites.
2: Oh yeah, I agree. But yeah, about the the about the plastic surgery thing. Yeah, I mean, I think that you start. You're right. You really hit something. You start to see things that no one else has seen, and then and no one else notices. Rather, right. And then you start to fix them slowly but surely. And then one day you just go a little too far, I think. You just take a little too much off, yeah. you fix a little too much. Because from the people that I know that have done plastic surgery is the first time you do it, you you realize how much better you feel after and how much more confident. And you realize so how easy it is. that's the high. It's like a high. Yeah. And so you keep going back. Cause you're like, oh, this is easy. And so they keep wanting to fix things. Yeah. And if you just take it one level too far, one shave of the nose, Too much, you know, or whatever they're doing, Um, you know it's it's really too bad. And I know, I know that um, Korea. I'm sorry to say, is the number one one in the world. One of the worst
1: place in the world for that. I just
2: saw this chick at my at, at Perch the other day. Yeah, I couldn't even tell she was Korean because of the way she looked. Right, she looked like she had those contacts that make your eye bigger. Yeah, the pupil. Yeah, so she looks like a she just looks a little like more wide-eyed and and she almost her, like an anime
1: character like right like an anime character and right. her hair
2: was in a big ponytail like bleached <laughs> yes bleached and she had a bun a bow in her hair yeah. and she had like this kind of um she had a huge she had huge boobs but she had like a very tiny very weirdly tiny waist like yeah. 20 inches or something and then she was wearing like this uh sort of vintage looking blouse like she was trying to be demure yeah but she wasn't because her 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 body and her face just looked like a like like a porn star or something like a toy and i thought she was like latin or yeah like i don't know southeast asian and she opens her mouth and she gives me her credit card and she's korean and i was like and her eye everything just screamed too much plastic surgery
1: i know um Korea is up there, I think China's catching up, but another oh, place are other places like Venezuela and Colombia, where our beauty patch is huge I know right so those are like a three or four major plastic surgery places uh, and I think um it kind of makes me sad because they that's gotta coming from a really bad place, yeah like an inferiority place you yeah. know um uh, I've been recently been watching a lot of old. Classic Japanese film, ooh, and there was an actress named Setsuko Hara. They call her the Greta Garbo of Japan, and she's one of the greatest actress in Japanese film. And and when uh, it's not just for saying, she was one of the greatest actress of Japanese film. She was one of the greatest actress of all time. Wow! And she had this beauty. She's beautiful, but it's one of those uh, effortless beauty. She didn't mm-hmm. really have to put makeup and things like that. Yeah. And I miss
2: that natural,
1: natural look. You know. And nothing more attractive than someone is very comfortable with themselves and, yeah. and, and, and carry themselves. Well said. Um, I I think I see that with you. If I don't know, maybe you had this like kind of flow with you that I didn't see before. You know, like Interesting. even cool. Even, <laughs> even Michael um, Jordan, he was saying that the, when he got older, yeah, playing the game, he wasn't able to do the things he was able to do when he was early thirties but he was smarter and wiser and he right. could play better, you know? So, right, right. I think always help be comfortable with who you are and make yeah. adjustments. You know, just like comedy. When I was in, like, late 20s and early 30s, I guess, I could talk about sex material, but, you know, no one wanted to hear that kind of stuff from somebody in the 40s, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, you, you just have to change with time. That's just yeah. part of life, you yeah, know? Yeah, right, 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 right. So, um... Oh, you, you hold on. Let me let me pause for a second. You have to check your son. Hold on.
0: God, the helicopters.
1: All right, we're back. Your son's alive. Alive. <laughs> it made me laugh because you told. You, as soon as you opened the door, you said, "Get down." <laughs> 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 uh, I don't even remember what we we're, were talking about. But but eight, uh, surgery. Uh, oh, oh. oh
2: What the fuck just happened?
1: Oh. oh that. Uh,
2: oh my God! Is your phone out? Is no, it's, it's fine. Oh my God.
1: That thing dropped,
2: oh my God,
1: what is this honeycomb
2: <laughs> oh my gosh I have we have coffee all over us
1: so um yeah welcome uh, to
2: Hollywood Hills huh
1: <laughs> you know what's so weird that that thing dropped just now uh,
2: what if that fell on my son's head
1: um it's it's weird you said that because there was recently <laughs> a, a, a a camping trip by high school kids from Orange County if I remember these two Korean kids got killed when one of the huge branch from one of that tree fell off and oh no. there were 17 there were 17 year old nice kids I mean oh two Korean no. kids yeah they just, they just, I thank God you know, <laughs> for us it's just a little uh piece of uh holy fuck honeycomb but um that was weird oh my god
2: uh, that was weird Oh, so anyway
1: uh, Aging gracefully Yes And um, And I n- I'm, I'm just glad that the Generally speaking You seem like a happy person Thanks Because what I get nervous When I meet You know There's like thousands Of young people Come to LA All yeah, the yeah. time
0: Yeah
1: And they have issue They're <laughs> hoping that They have a success So somehow They'll They'll correct whatever wrong that they had in the past does that make sense yes yes but that's like maybe the weird thing to come here for you know yeah
2: it's a it's a tough city to like sort of build a life in because it's so spread out and everyone from everywhere everyone from everywhere a lot of like lost souls and there's no rules you can just come here and you can you can be creative. You can, you know, be a fashion designer. You can do acting. You can yeah. do comedy and you can suck or you can have some real issues and you can still do it sure. because it's, the, there's no real like certification. You, you could just go, really. Yeah. Um, you don't even have to be in the union and you can work yeah. as like an actor, for example. There's no like rules. You don't even need a manager or agent. You can still do stuff. But yeah, it's, it's, uh,
1: I think you're in good place. I'm glad. You have a I'm supportive gl- boyfriend. You have a Thank beautiful you. son. Thank you. You're I didn't get
2: lost in the mix. You were worried for a moment.
1: You're in the <laughs> middle of meeting. Uh, uh, I'm very confident you'll get the Samson. That'd be kind of cool. I know, uh, right? Yeah.
2: I'll let you know. We'll um, see.
1: So, yeah, I'm glad. Um, I mean, it's, it wasn't like you are joined bad when I saw you last right. time. It just... It's it's just a hard grind. Like you're working, oh, yeah. you're auditioning, you're writing stuff, you're pitching stuff, on and on and. Oh and, uh, yeah. You know you and uh, things are good with you right now. Um, so, um, well, as as far as that the, the 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 beauty pageant, not beauty pageant, but the <laughs> women in L.A. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is there things that you you wish you would have known when you got here first that would have been helpful to you?
0: Um,
1: like you've been here what five six years? It's seven. Seven.
2: Yeah. Uh, the advice I would give to myself, yeah, when I first arrived, um, I do think being in a relationship is not a good idea. I was in a one for like off and on a year and a half when I first got here. Sure. So there was a guy that I met. Yeah. I was working at this club called Ledoux, and he was him and his friends would come in and get bottle service, and yeah. um, I think I was. You know, yearning for community, yearning yeah. for, and he was from LA, born and raised. His yeah. dad was a musician, um, uh, you know, Jewish boy, and so mm-hmm. I just felt like he had a foundation and had a group of friends. And I remember being really excited about yeah. being part of their circle. He introduced me to what it's like to be a Disneyland annual pass holder, yeah, which is the most fun ever. Yeah. Have you been? When was the last time you went
1: to Disneyland? Yeah, uh, 1988.
2: <laughs> You're kidding me. What? You have to go. It's so much fun. Oh, uh, I mean I've
1: been I've been I've been <laughs> to the restaurant outskirts of it because my friend Anthony go there. he has like a pass or whatever, oh.
0: but
1: I'm sure it's fun for you because he's got a you got a son.
2: No, it's fun it's fun to go as adults.
1: I think I might be wrong, but I think Russell, Peters and his brother and his family they might be at Disneyland today but really um,
2: it's so much fun you gotta go you, you gotta have Russell take you next time because it's. you don't need kids actually kids slow you down because you can't go on the big rides sure and, and they get a little more fussy waiting in line yeah so I, and I mean do you drink do you drink alcohol
1: A little bit here and there.
2: So they have alcohol at California Adventure. Wait,
1: wait. But why were you you telling... Oh, because your ex-boyfriend have it
2: That's how we got off on a tangent. Okay. Anyway, so my advice, yes, to uh, up-and-coming actors that are coming here is is don't get into a relationship right away. And if you're in a relationship when you come here, well, what can you do? Yeah. But I recommend staying single as long as possible because when you're single, you can go on as many dates as you can. You can learn from as many people as you want. You have nobody like holding you back at home.
0: Sure.
2: You know, spending time giving like blowjobs and like going on romantic dates. Like you need to be spending time <laughs>
1: That's a really, uh,
3: (laughs) okay, go ahead.
2: You know, like I had this one boyfriend once, this was like another era, but I remember I look back now, how much time, hours a day we would spend having sex. Yeah. I I mean, I would spend five or six hours a day every day doing that with him, which to me is funny because I was learning about myself and he was the best partner I ever had in the bedroom. Yeah. But that's a lot of time. It's like those people that work out five or six hours yeah. a day, unless that's your living. Yeah. if that's what you do, you bodybuild, you compete. But pe- you know, and I understand if you're pre- preparing for a role here and there. But it's, it, it reminds me of that. There's nothing wrong with working out and having sex, and you should, you have to actually. Mm-hmm. But man, I mean, you don't even know how many nights I spent at home pleasuring that boyfriend for a year and a half instead of out there going to screenings meeting people going yeah. to go you know and i was in acting class and i did everything i mean i wasn't like wasting time and i loved him and he's and you know we were we were buddies but i thought it was that's. i remember once i got out of that relationship and i became single i met so many people i was learning about myself and i really came into my own as a girl as yeah. a woman at that time because i was in a big city. I was a free girl I would meet people All the time You know And people want to help you They want to teach you The ropes And you yeah. don't have to Like Sleep with them If you don't like them Like I remember meeting Just a lot more people And finding my family Finding my foundation In LA Only when I became single Yeah It was like my life changed it Went from night to day And um
1: Cause you're originally From San Francisco right? Yeah San yeah.
2: Jose, San
0: Jose yeah, yeah Cause
2: that's my advice And like um Uh that's probably my number one piece of advice and you know you do want when you get here you don't want to waste time you know you want to put time into your career On, you know I spent time with a boyfriend for a year and a half but you know it, it, it was a good time because I loved him very much um needless to say he he him and I are not friends anymore we try to be but
0: it was, was a,
1: he is he an actor or
2: no he was he like
1: oh here's your here an, <laughs>
2: <yourself>. <laughs> hello hi abraham you want to say hi
1: no you don't want to say anything
2: say hi okay <laughs> no, anyway that, yeah yeah so yeah um no he was uh he ran he did events for this like art music fashion collective i see he was like the founder of that company, so it's kind of he had like a not, not a nine to five job. That's why kind of we got along, yeah, because we had we were able to hang out, um, not just weekends. But anyways, um, yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's just some walking around.
2: Yeah, and uh, if there's anyone listening to this podcast that needs advice, I am always down to help. Yeah, because just,
1: you're you're pretty easy to find on Facebook, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: I love giving advice to people, just giving my two cents, because I remember be- coming here and not knowing who to listen to and getting different advice from different people. Sure. Abraham, you need to come down come now. Come
1: on. No, 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 no. Come on. Okay, hold on. We'll pause. I want to talk about you more. Uh, oh, my God. I thought... I want to may- talk about you. No, I mean, people People hear me every
0: other <laughs> week about <Okay>. me.
1: <laughs> no, it just made me nervous because your son started running up the... Those brick stairs.
2: I know that flight of stairs. I know. If he took one tumble.
1: Because kids have no fear. They just don't, you know, they just do whatever the hell they want to do and they don't know, you know, so. And
2: actually, that's what makes them really good actors. All children are. Automatically, they don't even need acting acting class. All kids can act. Yeah, that's what's amazing. Because
1: they don't they, they don't have a fear of being embarrassed. to yeah. doing something bad.
2: Yeah, and they're not self conscious of the way they look. They're not self aware. Yeah. they don't care about vain things yet. Yeah, and um, when I'm talking pre puberty. Hi. Oh hi. Hi.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> How are you? I'm Yoshi.
2: You want to you introduce cool. yourself? We have a pop up. Pop up guest here.
3: Hi, hi. It's Will De Los Santos. You are listening to Yossi's talk show. Hey, uh, I and, and I. Yoshi didn't.
1: I didn't. Yossi di- didn't. I didn't know that uh, your friend was Sasha Grey. I had no idea.
3: Yes, yes. She's uh, a been a friend of mine. Asking how long you have been friends? Or been uh, or since like two thousand six ish, I think. Wow. So Our what? Views, right? Uh, I met. Well, she knew who I was. I knew who she was. Yeah, well, I'm a journalist named uh, Chris Campion. Who had interviewed me f- for an article in Dazed magazine, and then he also did a story on her for some other magazine. Or I see. And then, so I mean, that's me That's how I found out that she, how she knew who I was, was some. Curious, but also from some, of my, some of my producers were also acquaintances of hers. Yeah. So I introduced her to some a French production company who has helped her along, uh, Wild Bunch in. Um, and uh, Vincent Marval and some people in Paris, they've they've actually cast her in some uh, some of their movies that they financed. And, and I've been a guest of hers uh, uh, on her. Yeah, Jennifer uh, just told me and um her, talks, so I got massaged. Yeah. It, was all, it was awesome. Um, yeah, but she's great. She's cool. And I I, I talked to her recently. Um, I talked to her a couple of weeks ago. We we messaged each other, but. Um, I know she's busy she just, I know she's traveling and She's stuff. in Milan
1: well, she, At least last time I checked She was in Milan yeah. And uh, yeah um, Small world I mean if you knew her for 2006 Basically the same time I knew her
3: Yeah She's barely
1: 18 at that time 18, oh, like that. 19 yeah. yeah
3: She's a cool person And um, I'm just going to check Where's our baby? He's, in there. Okay,
1: He's been just asking for you And um Two minutes before he was running up, he probably knew you were coming. So
3: <laughs> she had to chase after. He runs really fast, you know that. He's fast. He, he's got some legs. He knows how to move them. You know, he can. He definitely moves his legs. I just want to say one thing. Yes, Jennifer's a beautiful person. We've been we've been talking about yeah, she's that. She's such a nice person. Oh, God, she's God. such a good-hearted person oh, okay. through and through, you know. And uh, if if and if I can say that, then it's true. It's very very true. Oh.
2: Thanks. Okay, he's okay. I've been checking on him. Okay,
1: you better run and look for yourself.
2: Yeah, <laughs> go take care of our kid. Oh. Dude,
1: um, <laughs> hey, let's uh, finish by. Um, so I remember taking you to Carlos Mencia's right. concert. Remember yes. Yeah.
2: I still have the photo somewhere.
1: And. Um, you, you you made me laugh Because you were talking About your sister Remember we were talking About like Sometimes Something happened to her She'll call you Or something happened To you Call her One of you Will start crying <laughs> Then you both Start crying <laughs> Yes It'll never both- happen With two brothers Because if I call And tell my brother Something <laughs> bad happened My brother said Shut up faggot Just kill yourself You know <laughs> But sisters are really I know it's horrible but it's true that's why my brother never called me crying or me calling him crying but that never happened
2: oh maybe you guys should try vulnerability is the key to any relationship that's true
1: but (laughs) I don't think it works for brothers like that no no no,
2: probably not but sisters
1: it just made me laugh because uh, (laughs) that seemed not like a nice natural way to relate to someone That, but not not for us, but yeah. yeah so, like,
2: oh how's yeah. Your, how's
1: your sister? I mean, she's
2: doing great. Um, she's my one and only only sibling, and she's living in Berlin right now. She finished fashion school. Yeah, and she's married. What's her, name? Uh, her, her 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 legal name now is Dax Constantine. Mm-hmm. Her her birth name was Donna Field. Yeah, and she changed it legally when she became transgendered and lived her life as a man. And then she's now cross dressing and enjoys. Live, uh, living her life as a woman. Yeah. As well, and so she um, is hus- now gender queer. Her,
1: her husband's in military.
2: No, no, he does like IT or.
1: Is he American or German? He's German. Okay.
2: Yeah, and it's funny. Both of our partners are exactly sixteen years older than us. <laughs> we have like an older guy ah. thing. We thought that was interesting. Um, yeah, he. Uh, he is he does like computer stuff, but he loves her so much he supports her sure she's really she really found love
1: and I've been to berlin many many times it's a really? beautiful city it's a beautiful city, and it's probably one of the most affordable big city in europe mm. but the uh, art scene is incredible Bo- I've both heard. music and uh, art and acting and things like that yeah. But it's also uh, one, of, one of the reasons why I've been, I used to go to Berlin, because my former work in adult business, they oh. have the biggest convention there. Oh. And um, Berlin always had, it's very famous for cabaret, yeah. very pro gay, pro transgender, yes. and they're right. very open minded, people from different backgrounds. Yeah. So it's a, it's a wonderful city if, wow. if you have that kind of lifestyle.
2: That's why she likes it, yeah. I think. And I I've got to go. I know that. I'm going to have such a good time and we want to go to Amsterdam too. Yeah. We want to spend some quality sister time together. Yeah, but we're super cool. Anytime I have like a embarrassing thing I need to ask, <laughs> I always call
0: her. Yeah. She's
2: always down to talk about the stupidest like most shameful things that anyone else would be like, "Why are you caring? Why are you tripping? Why are you crying yeah. over that?" I I I yeah, half of our phone conversations end in tears. <laughs> 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 we're both we're both just so emotional um and we both understand each other's pain you know we both talk and also a lot of what we talk about like 30 percent of time is our family and our and our dysfunctional our parents yeah you know and like it's just we talk about memories do you remember when mom used to do this to us remember when dad (laughs) used to do this and we would just you know connect in that way
1: but i it still makes me laugh when you when you guys call each other and just cry on the phone
2: <laughs> together. Well, <laughs> well, like, I mean, what do what do guys brothers do to bond? Like, fight but we, with we each don't, other? We don't. Or? I mean,
1: <laughs> do do you have a do you have a brother? Uh, do you have,
3: uh, I have quite the dysfunctional situation. I have here. Five. You have like ten. I have five half. Sisters and six half brothers. Okay, I'm the only one.
1: But like brothers don't call each other and and talk about problems and start crying on the phone. We just when no. Jennifer and her sister do it, that's beautiful. Right. But guys, were, brothers would never do that. No, not at all. Because I was telling her, if I call my brother and start crying about something, I'm not kidding. My brother say, "Shut up, faggot. Just kill yourself." You know, like we we, we just we just want exactly. I, I, yeah, it's
3: funny. Oh my gosh. Some of the stuff, stuff is
1: implied, but like you just don't talk about it, you know. But uh, well,
2: Yoshi, you can call me and cry anytime. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm gonna do that. <laughs> um,
2: Not that you have anything to cry about.
1: Um. So I I, I know you have to go uh, Dodger game soon. So I know uh, I'm so
2: well. Let's say let's Giant, go Giants, Dodgers. Giants, Giants. Let's
3: go
1: Dodgers. Um. Well, So, what do you do uh, besides the commercial? Do you have anything coming up that, um, uh, what's what are you working on? Or,
2: I do, um, there's this show I'm really proud to be a part of. It's an hour long, Mm -hmm. uh, telenovela, so like a Spanish soap opera style. Yeah. And it stars Eric Estrada, Eric Roberts, and it's called Sangre Negra, and uh, which means black blood. And it's going to be on like a multitude of digital networks where you can order it like two dollars an episode. Like on demand, yeah. it's going to be on Dish Network, Direct TV, Comcast, Verizon FiOS, Mikasa, a bunch of others, and I will let you know. um the first episode airs September eighteen, um, and I play a recurring role as news reporter Susan Wu. Okay, and um, I'm basically trying to get to the bottom of this crime saga that is going on um, and the family. It's 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 definitely a soap opera, and um, uh. It, it it it's a beautiful sort of story against the backdrop of you know this uh, Latin American family, yeah, and um, you know the extended family, and and I'm trying to get to the bottom of uh, the bastard brother that is uh, committing crimes and is becoming sort of a gangster. So I got I try to get as close to him as possible to get sure, the story, sure. and then what I'm hoping is that there'll be a scene later, well, where I use my womanly ways. To get the story, you know. I've always dreamed about something like that, and just manipulating the guy into giving me what I want.
3: She's also going to be doing a, a, a film in January of, of uh, the one that I'm, one that I'm writing and dra- one that I wrote and I'm directing. CAA is packaging it. Oh wow! Jennifer has a role in it, um, and it's uh, called Trans Loco.
2: Yeah, it's a feature film produced by Muse Productions. Yeah, it's supposed to shoot in January, and I have a role as. Um, It's called. Okay, I won't give it away, but it's pretty cool. I have no lines. I'm in like a bunch of scenes. Okay. And the acting is all in the eyes.
3: Yeah, it's. it's, I wrote the that particular role, uh, like like a Robert Altman kind of thing. Sure. Where there's the, it's a side story, and you see this couple. They're throughout the movie, like in the background, and then towards the end, they kind of come to the front, and we follow them. And Jennifer's playing the the good wife of that of those scenes. Uh, but it's it's cool We're in talks with Salma Hayek right now Benicio Del Toro I cast She's um, just heavy hitters Ra- Raul Castillo From Looking Isaac hey, Gonzalez. Gonzalez who's Who plays the uh, uh, Satan Kind of character In uh, Robert Rodriguez's um, uh, Dust Till Dawn That's on TV right now Yeah Her the hot one the, She's amazing She's I just cast her And uh, uh, I've seen
1: the season one That was great Yeah she uh, I yes, cast yeah. So She's good
3: She's very good And uh Actually, we went and saw That's her. That's the L.
1: Ray Network, right? Yeah, yeah. LRA, huh? And Robert's great. <laughs> yeah, he's great.
3: So we just cast her, and then also CAA gave us an unknown actor who's going to be making his debut. His name is um, Frankie LaPace, and I'm excited about him. And then a great supporting cast, John Leguizamo, and John uh, and we're Can I tell you something? Hawks, yeah.
1: John, incredibly unrated, cause, um Yeah, he's great. He does so many different things so well. Luguzamo? Com- uh, he's uh, he, he he's a freak of nature. Mm-hmm. Stand-up comedy, acting, dancing, Everything. Im- impressions. Good guy, bad guy. I mean, I mean Sam, not Sam. He, <laughs> he was, oh, he was great. Uh, he was great. He was good. He was fun. It's fun. He was fun, too. No, I him. But he, he's so underrated. Cause he, good point. He, does do, he just does so many things so well. And uh, I've been trying to go see him do stand up. Every time he's performing someplace, I'm out of town. So really, yeah, uh, he was doing a show at the American Comedy Club down in San Diego, and I had to go to New York. But uh, let me
2: know the next one; we'll go. He
1: he is phenomenal. He's great. He played that. Um, oh God damn it! There was a French movie. The main character was a midget, but he was a famous actor uh, artist. Yeah, and he he played that character. Yeah, he's great. And you could not believe he was Latino. He, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you, you're, uh, we'll finish with this. I'm sure you you get this a lot because you're biracial, You could go so many different. I mean, if you would have told me you're thanks Italian or yeah. Middle Eastern, right? How the hell would I know? You right, know? Right. Right. Uh, yeah,
2: it's uh, it 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 has been it's been nice to be able to sort of be flexible like that um, and you know as an actor I think that you sh- you should be able to do you should be able to do whatever roles uh, that challenge you and and what you would like to do but this is a good example of where Emma Stone cast in Cameron Crowe's Aloha caused a lot of controversy and that was an example where that was not acceptable
1: because <laughs> she looked nothing she looked like Asia
2: nobody ever says she looks Asian or ethnic I mean
1: It's not her role uh, It's not her fault Because they, if they right. offer, uh, offer your job You take it
2: Pretty much Yeah
1: But I haven't seen it It might be a good movie But I, <laughs> I thought but that, They're really stretching With her They're really
2: stretching With her Yeah Actually there was a role Can I talk about Shia so in Transloco, this is an example. We actually, in the early days, the movie, there was a big role offered to Shia LaBeouf, and yeah. he read the script. The role goes to a half Latin, half Mexican, half white character. Yeah,
3: uh, yeah. He, here I'll explain it. I had a Santa Monica investor who decided they would back a half million dollar offer Shia LaBeouf for Transloco to play one of the brothers. Yeah, I originally wrote the role as a half white, half Latino actor, yeah. a, a character. So, we backed the offer sent to c a and Shai read it, and he said he didn't feel he was right for it, and yeah. it was and I was grateful because that week the whole Cameron Crowe thing broke about Aloha, casting white people, as Asian characters, yeah. so we were I was glad that Shai said no because I would have been stuck with him in a role as a Latino character, and it would have really screwed us up. So but they, that, but, 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 that would have been more believable than still. Yeah, maybe, but nonetheless. But so, uh, but, 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 but there's enough Latino actors out there to make it happen. So, but this is the serendipitous part of it yeah. is that Shia's agent, Jack Wiggum, who's the co-head of Motion Picture Talent over at CAA, read the script and said, "This is great." Shia doesn't want to do it, but come in and let's make this movie anyway. So mm. that's how it happened. Mm-hmm. So I worked so, out. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but yeah, so. Anyways, but yeah, being ethnically ambiguous is what they call it, or racially ambiguous, is, has its uh, has its benefits, especially since more of us are going to be that way as you know, as time uh, goes on.
1: We'll finish with it. Cliff Clifford, I think that's his name. Fear of uh, Walking Dead. He was also played a dad in uh, Whale Rider. Okay he's great he played a mexican in in, in, in training uh, a training day and uh and he's, but he's not he's white. maori <laughs> he's
0: oh really <laughs> yeah
1: and he's played probably Middle eastern character but like to me that's believable because he he there yeah. unless you know there's no way you you would have yeah. figured that out but he played uh, unbelievable he played a latino like you know wow. something from someone from east la but yeah um Anyway, Jennifer, thanks for doing the show. Um, c- c- would you, you want to give people their Twitter account or something they could follow you or yes uh, give you uh, contact information so you know they could follow your career and things like that. Thank
2: you. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, you can uh, go to Jenfield.com is my website J-E-N-N-F-I-E-L-D.com, and there's a contact me box. you can mm-hmm. just, like write a message and stuff um, and I can email you back and then um, yeah, I have a Twitter. The handle is um just Jennifer Field. And then I have an Instagram because you're supposed to have Instagram and it's at Miss Jennifer Field. And um, I have a YouTube channel, which is Jennifer Field. So it's pretty easy to find stuff. Um, But my Sangre Negro show, Sangre Negro show will air on September 18. And I also have a movie out coming um, in late November called Christmas Trade. And it's going to be available on DVD. Um, And it stars Denise Richards, Billy Baldwin and Tom Arnold. And I have a small part in that. Oh, cool. Um, a couple scenes. Um that comes out in november so christmas trade
1: all right yes good luck thanks for doing it. it's good seeing you nice and to uh, see you. boy did your kid boy he's cute as a button thank boy. you he's a, <laughs> boy he's a fast runner so he might become an athlete but i know <laughs> all right guys thanks for listening and then please support jennifer and i'll talk to you guys soon Bye.